Hi, I'm Richard Morris from Australia, and in 2014, I was very sick with complications from type 2 diabetes. I did some research, and I found an intervention called keto. I tried it, and I reversed my type 2 diabetes. Almost two years ago, I determined to help my buddy Carl by showing him what I did and the science behind it. That's me. Carl Franklin from the United States. I used to be a type 2 diabetic too, and I went keto in February of 2016, and by April, I was already reversing my diabetes. We started a podcast called Two Keto Dudes yeah. to help people with type 2 diabetes, and now we have 88 episodes and a weekly audience of tens of thousands of people. And this is actually episode 89, so normally we'd be recording that podcast right now, but today we decided to do a special show designed for people who are just learning about this keto thing. Perhaps one of your friends or loved ones is a regular listener to our show, and they wanted to explain to you what a ketogenic diet is, and that's what this show is for. Right. So let's first talk about who this podcast is for. Sure. We, Richard and I, are mm-hmm. middle-aged, overweight white guys. Yep, with type 2 diabetes. Right. We are not doctors. No. We're not going to give any medical advice. We're just going to share what we did and some of the science behind that. Yeah. And we've spoken to some of the thought leaders from the professors of biochemistry to primary care physicians, to kidney specialists, Mm -hmm. orthopedic surgeons, and investigative science journalists. We've also talked to a lot of people who've had exactly the same reversal of diabetes that we've had. Yeah. So keto is short for ketogenic. Yeah. (laughs) Or a ketogenic diet. It's actually very easy, but it's kind of unintuitive, isn't it? Yeah, that's mostly because it goes against just about everything we think we know about what good food is. And this isn't the first time somebody's told you everything you think you know is wrong, but in this case, it really is. So here's the litany of truth that were, until very recently, considered crazy. We'll show you the science later, but for now, just try Mm -hmm. to wrap your mind around the possibility that the following statements are true, starting with... Eating fat, even saturated fat, is not only safe, but necessary for good health. Yeah. And whole grains and fresh fruits are not necessary for good health and, in fact, prolong the slow march towards diabetes that we now find ourselves in. Right. And most people don't eat enough salt. Mm -hmm. When you eat carbs, your kidneys retain salt. So, limiting dietary salt is actually necessary. But when you cut carbs, your kidneys flush salt at a normal rate. So, you need to eat more salt, up to five to six grams per day. Yeah, it's actually good to stop eating for a few days once in a while. Not only have humans been fasting for thousands of years, but there's at least one doctor, Dr. Jason Fung, who's been successfully treating patients with diabetes and obesity for years by teaching them to fast for their health. Here's another one. High LDL cholesterol is not an indicator of heart disease. No. So this is one of my favorites. Breakfast is not the most important meal of the day. You're much better off limiting your meals to a time window of eight hours or less. Right. And my favorite, saturated fat won't clog your arteries. Oh, no. (laughs) We are not sink drains. That's Mm -hmm. not how any of this works. 
Yeah. It's actually inflammation. Inflammation is necessary for atherosclerosis. Mm -hmm. And that comes from high insulin levels, the major cause of which is eating carbs. <laughs> this all sounds crazy. We get it. But there is good science behind all of it. If we had to condense what we did in one sentence, it would be, we replaced all the sugar and starch in our diet with healthy fat. Yeah, we don't eat sugar or starch. We also don't fear fat or salt. And this is very important. We don't eat vegetable oils. Right. It turns out those were a bad idea. Mm -hmm. Soybean oil, sunflower oil, canola oil, corn oil, seed oils, and the like. Also, trans fats, where liquid seed oils have been chemically hydrogenated to become solid at room temperature. Those are really bad. Yeah. Healthy fats include animal fat from pork, beef, chicken, lamb, or any animal, really. Oily fish like salmon is also a staple. Yes. And on the vegetable side, we're talking coconut oil, mm -hmm. olive oil, avocados, and avocado oil. Yeah. The problem is that all of those things that are bad for us, sugar, starch, seed oils, they're all cheap inputs into industrialized food manufacture. And this is why we've been getting sicker and unhealthier over the past 40 years. Right. But rather than focus on what we had to cut back, we decided to focus instead on what we could eat. You won't believe it. <laughs> Keto food is delicious. <gasps> What's not to love about bacon and eggs, oh. smashed avocado, mm. fatty steak, all the French sauces that you can make from butter and oil? Yeah. I always keep a pound of cooked bacon in my fridge. Mm. When I want a snack, I take out a piece and spread cream cheese or brie on it. Hunger gone. Yeah. Salty, fatty meats smothered in butter. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Well, we also eat green leafy vegetables like broccoli, cabbages, Brussels sprouts, spinach, and I eat a salad with just about every dinner. But the difference is I don't spare the blue cheese dressing. Also, we don't have croutons in the salad or mashed potatoes with a steak or a slice of bread to mop up the sauce. And we don't have meals padded out by rice or cornmeal. Oh, and beer. That's just liquid bread. Yeah. Uh, sure, you miss these things initially because you've been eating food like that all your life, but you can find alternatives. There are low-carb beers, breads, and noodles. You can make sweet foods that have no carbohydrates and won't make you sicker, but a few weeks of not eating sugar and suddenly you lose the taste for sweet foods. Think of it this way. Let's say you have poison ivy. You can't imagine not being able to scratch it when it itches. Right. Right. When the poison ivy goes away, do you still scratch? <laughs> nope. You'd kind of be stupid if you scratch something that doesn't itch, right? Yeah, that's right. Wouldn't you just like the itch to go away, even though scratching feels so good? Yeah. It takes two to six weeks for most people to adapt to this new way of eating, and all of a sudden, everything changes. You have energy. <laughs> After years of your body being starved of energy, you'll want to get up and move. Your body will demand it. Yeah. The biochemistry is that when we eat sugar or starch, we make insulin. And that switches our body away from burning fat and towards burning glucose for energy. And we start storing fat instead of using it. This is a normal response that we evolved to store energy at the end of summer when fruit was ripe. Yeah. It makes sense when you think... We had to build a reserve of energy to survive the winter. Yeah. Bears naturally become diabetic when they are preparing to hibernate. They gorge on berries available at the end of summer, and they put on a lot of body fat to last them through a long winter hibernation. 
Diabetes is just the normal mammalian hibernation reflex. The problem today is that we can have fresh, ripe fruit all year round. Right. And we can grow and store grains for months. Yeah, we're always in summer and we're never in winter. Yeah. And our bodies didn't evolve in that environment, so we're poorly equipped to handle that. Again, replace all the sugar and starch in your diet with healthy fats, and your body will do what it is designed to do, which is thrive. It's counterintuitive to eat fat to lose weight, but it's a simple correction that works to give you control over your body. It's like when you're learning to drive in icy conditions and you get into your first skid. Your first instinct is to steer out of the skid. But if you steer into the skid, you regain control. (laughs) It's totally unintuitive, but it works. It's like that with your metabolism. In an environment with high dietary starches and sugars, you lose control. Your blood sugar swings back and forth all over the road. Yeah. So that's basically it. Eat bacon and eggs cooked in butter or bacon fat. Put heavy cream in your coffee. Eat salty, fatty meats when you're hungry and stop when you're full. And don't be afraid to skip a meal if you're not hungry. You're not going to have to go hungry to lose weight. Right. When you get your energy from fat, your body doesn't care if it's getting energy from fat on your plate or fat on your body. It's all the same thing. That crispy cream we ate a decade ago (laughs) is still powering your body. Yep. When you train your body to use fat for energy, it will always have energy. Right. You'll become less hungry. Mm Mm-hmm. And now you can go without breakfast because the energy you've been burning all night while you were asleep will still be available to you. Mm. You can even go a few days without food if you want. One of the biggest problems is that we've become used to buying meals already prepared. Oh, yeah. As a society, we've lost the skill of making meals from food. So we've convinced ourselves that we don't have time to cook. As a result, we end up eating prepared meals that have been filled with hidden sugars, starches, and unhealthy fats that have been added to give foods longer shelf lives. Sure. Now, we realize not everybody likes to cook. Mm -hmm. So we've got a few tips for surviving the first couple weeks. Yep, and it could involve a few trips to McDonald's. <laughs> Isn't McDonald's the problem? Yes and no. The meat that McDonald's uses in its patties is just beef. It's not prime, but there are no starchy fillers. Right. The salad on the buns is just fresh lettuce, tomato, and pickles cured in salt. Yep. The special sauce on the Big Mac has some sugar in it, right. and so do the buns. They do that because it gives them longer shelf life. But you can order a burger without the bun or special sauce and get them to add mayo, and you have a healthy meal that won't put you into a skid. Yep, I do that all the time. I order a couple of double cheeseburgers with no ketchup, Mm -hmm. and I just put them together and use the outside burgers as the bun. Right. And yeah, you know, the cheese isn't the best, but Mm -hmm. it won't derail you. And that's the most important thing when starting out. How about pizzas? Oh, I love to order a pizza with everything on it, light sauce or no sauce Mm. and extra cheese and smothered in olive oil. Then I just eat the toppings with a knife and fork and throw away the crust or the base, as you Aussies (laughs) like to say. Yep. But, you know, cooking keto can be really easy. Yeah. How hard is it to make bacon and eggs? Easy. Seriously. Uh, And there are so many ways to cook eggs. It'll be weeks before you're bored with them. Scrambled, fried, poached, omelets. Plenty of options. I noticed you didn't say anything about becoming bored of bacon. (laughs) Seriously, who can get bored with bacon? I know. But steak is also easy to cook. 
Mm. In a hot pan, two minutes on one side, two minutes on the other, four minutes in a hot oven, and four minutes on a board to rest. Perfect every time. Just don't let your butcher cut the fat off. That's the good part. Yeah. And we know where you can get some amazing low-carb bread. Yeah, there are a lot of commercial low-carb breads out there. Most of them are junk. Because they're made with wheat. Right. But we found a bread made with yeast that has no wheat, no gluten, and practically no carbs. It's from Fox Hill Kitchens in Vermont. Uh, You can order it online at bread.2keto.com. And how about alcohol? Surely that isn't good for losing weight. Well, beer is just liquid bread. It was invented by the Egyptians to provide a massive shot of energy to build pyramids. (laughs) But we've found many low-carb beers and even one zero-carb beer in Australia, which you can find at beer.2keto.com. Also, it turns out that hard liquor has zero carbs. Mm. Bourbon, scotch, rye, gin, whiskey, vodka, even some dark rums like Gosling's and Captain Morgan, which taste sweet, have zero carbs. Yeah, You don't want to drink too much, but a drink after dinner will only pause your weight loss temporarily while your liver metabolizes the alcohol. Yeah, drink responsibly, kids. (laughs) And while sodas are usually just a delivery device for sugar... If you have a serious soda habit, you can wean yourself off onto artificially sweetened sodas. Yeah. They aren't great for you, but in moderation, they won't derail you like a cup of sugary Coca-Cola will. And coffee and tea, those are perfectly fine. Mm. You can even turn a cup of coffee into a meal replacement by mixing in some coconut oil or butter until it emulsifies and goes creamy. Or just use heavy cream. Yep. When I'm in the USA, I like to sometimes have a double shot of espresso from Starbucks. It's a doppio with steamed heavy cream. Mm. And then I don't need anything else to eat until dinner. Right. Now, sweeteners are okay in moderation, but if you use them every day in the beginning, they may become problematic. How about vegetables? Well, we eat the green leafy variety. Yeah. Any vegetable that stores its energy over winter underground, like potatoes, carrots, beets, even sweet potatoes, that's all starch. Yeah. That's how plants store energy, but it'll derange people like us. Um, There are some exceptions like Jerusalem artichokes that make starches that won't derange us. But they may send you running for the loo. (laughs) Yep. We call them farty jokes (laughs) in our house, but you can make chips from them that are pretty good if you have a Jones for uh, crispy food. Right. And if you really want a good, crispy, crunchy snack, try our oven-baked cheese crisps from our recipe archive. But the maiden vegetables that we eat are the leafy ones like spinach, asparagus, and the cruciferous ones like uh, cabbage, broccoli, and Brussels sprouts. Mm. And the keto superstar is cauliflower. You can turn that into rice. You can mash it like potatoes. You can even make pizza bases with it. And fruits aren't completely off the list. There are Mm. plenty of low-carb fruits like peppers, avocados, cucumbers, and tomatoes. And the sweet fruits like citrus, apples, bananas, however, those are no good. They're no bueno. Berries are actually low in sugar, and you can eat a few of those in moderation. Yeah, especially with heavy cream. Yeah. And some nuts are good, too, like pecans, almonds, and macadamias. And dark chocolate is good as a treat once in a while. 72% or higher, okay? Okay, so here are some resources that you can look at to help you get started. So if you do like to cook and you do want some ideas, check out our Keto Recipe Archive at recipes.2keto.com. You can also join the community at forum.2keto.com where we have over 10,000 members. And we've recorded a whole bunch of podcasts. This is episode 89 at 2ketodudes.com. 
Or you could just search the podcast universe for Two Keto Dudes. And we discuss the science. We talk to experts and people just like you who have a metabolic problem that they have fixed with a ketogenic diet. And if you want to know more about the science behind this, you can go to science.2keto.com. Where we've compiled a list of studies that we consider to be critical to the ketogenic movement. Yeah, and every year we do a ketogenic festival. That's right, in New London, Connecticut, my hometown, right. where we basically have uh, pig roast and walking tours and cycle tours and uh, segue tours and science bacon bar, cooking lessons, fitness lessons. It's like a big festival, and you can check that out at ketofest.com. So, good luck in your journey. If you're like us, this all sounds crazy but doable. And after a few weeks, you'll probably find that things just start to click and it all starts to become easier and you'll look back in a few months and you'll realize that you are the healthiest that you've been in a long time and that diabetes is in your rearview mirror. Amen, brother. Keep calm and keto on. Keep calm and keto on, Carl. All right, we'll see you next time on On Two Keto Dudes. How lame is that? That was a really forced laugh. (laughs) 